Hello and welcome to the European Patients Podcast, your source for scintillating conversation and news around the world of patient advocacy and empowerment. This podcast is brought to you by the European Patients Forum, the leading voice of patient organizations in Europe. My name is Dante and I'm the Communications Manager for EPF and your host on today's pod. For first-time listeners, we aim to provide the most relevant and important patient stories, policy matters and events surrounding healthcare within Europe. Today's episode will focus on the launch of Europe's Beating Cancer Plan and World Cancer Day. Every year, 3.5 million people in the European Union are diagnosed with cancer, and 1.3 million die from it. Over 40% of cancer cases are preventable. Without reversing current trends, it could become the leading cause of death in the EU. In January 2020, the European Commission announced its intention to put forward a Europe's Beating Cancer Plan. The plan will settle actions to support, coordinate, or supplement member states' efforts at every stage of the disease, including prevention, early detection and screening, treatment and care, and the quality of life of patients and carers. Last year, EPF and some of its members submitted feedback regarding the public consultation of the plan. And yesterday, the Commission launched its 4 billion euro Europe's beating cancer plan to coincide with today's World Cancer Day. To help us understand the Beating Cancer Plan from the patient perspective and celebrate World Cancer Day today, we've invited Project Manager Alfonso Aguaron from our member Lung Cancer Europe to join us. Lung Cancer Europe, or LUCE as they are commonly known, is the voice of lung cancer patients, their families, and survivors at a European level. LUCE provides a European platform for already existing lung cancer patient advocacy groups and supports the establishment of national lung cancer patient groups in different European countries where no such groups exist. Welcome, Alfonso. Uh, hello, Dante, and thank you so much for, for the invitation to participate in this podcast. Thank you for joining us on such short notice. I think it's uh, important to have you here today to discuss the Beating Cancer Plan and World Cancer Day. Great. Thank you. All right. So uh, prior to its publication yesterday, what did uh, Lung Cancer Europe hope for the plan? And what were the most important priorities that you were uh, using or, or discussing during the feedback consultation period? So um, I guess one of the most important things that this plan is bringing us is the fact that cancer is the second leading cause of death in Europe after cardiovascular diseases. So uh, also the most important fact is that 40% of these uh, casualties could be prevented just by putting in place things that we already know. I mean, uh, like prevention and control measures. So... um, what we really like about this plan and uh, is the fact that uh, it's trying to represent the kind of joint approach to improve the outcomes of people living with cancer within the European Union. Uh, regarding our feedback, we, we try, to force, try to focus mainly in the implementation of, of proper screening programs across the Union, as well as improving the diagnosis and molecular testing, access to clinical uh, trials, and also to try to reduce the smoking stigma through a proper public awareness. So that that was basically our our feedback, which we hope it can add up some kind of value uh, together with the feedback that so many uh, organizations and stakeholders has provided to the plan. Interesting, interesting. And now that it was finalized yesterday, are you happy with the results? Are there any disappointments? 
I, I would say that it's early to say. We are we are um, uh, aware that there there was a lot of feedback coming from various sources, as I said, from patient organizations, industry, academia, medial, medical societies, and so on. And what we are quite satisfied on how it has been merged and prioritized, at least on paper. Uh, I think now it's time to see how we move from these good intentions that the plan brings to substantial changes. So. Uh, for us, mo most of the real impact that the initiative can potentially have rely on the member states uh, following the, the principle of subsidiarity of the union. And this basically means that now we are in hands of national health policymakers to implement these changes. Of course, we are very willing to contribute as much as we can and also we will be closely monitoring. But in principle, we are happy with the way that the thing has been arranged in the plan. And now it's time to see whether these uh, very good ideas and very good things that becomes a reality or, or, or translates into actions. Okay, that makes sense. Um, now, the beating cancer plan was, I guess it seeks to profoundly address the inequities of in access uh, to cancer care across the EU. Now, how do you feel that this has the potential to become a blueprint for further action in other key disease areas? So, so basically, again, uh, the plan has allowed to put together many hot topics that has been there for years. And, and of course, I think when we when we uh, talk about access to treatment and inequalities and disparities, this is one of those topics that's been there uh, for quite a long time. So uh, I think Europe as a whole and, and its member states really needs to be up to the new scenario, which includes innovative therapies for cancer treatment, a more precise and individualized medicine approach with the discovery of more relevant biomarkers and, and also the fact of patients are living longer, the survival rates are longer, which is very good news, but at the same time raises the needs that raises the new needs for, for, for patients, especially when it comes to quality of life related issues. So I think this plan has the potential to promote new policies and actions to ease access to a more precise and early diagnose and treatment by probably having like new rules in place to negotiate drug prices or to find different access schemes, as well as hopefully help to comply to the cross-border health directive. This is something that we really expect from, from this plan to become a reality. But even though I understand that this is going to be very ambitious and challenging, we consider that every step, uh, even if it's little, will contribute with the final aim of the plan, which in the end is trying to save citizens' lives when possible and improve the, the, the quality of life. And just to continue upon this point of, of quality of life as patients and patient organizations, um, how can we ensure that the patient voice is considered and ensured uh, in all aspects of the implementation of this plan? I, th I think there are different ways. Like, for example, us as Luchas, Lung Cancer Europe, as an individual organization, we are following closely the progress of the plan. But uh, we are also part of some other networks, like, for example, WICAN, the World Group of European Cancer Advocacy uh, Network, uh, in which we are providing feedback and trying to act as a unit, as a whole, when it comes to the plan. And, and also, we are also engaged uh, with other organizations we are members, like, for example, the European Patient Forum, which is also doing a considerably good job in, in providing input and, and following closely the progress of the plan. So I think that there are many ways, but the good news here is that I think we're more or less, from my point of view, acting in a coordinated way to try to provide this patient voice. And I think it has been captured in a very good way by, by the plan. So I think it's pretty well uh, represented in the plan, yeah. That's great. 
That's great. Uh, now, today is also a, a special moment for all cancer organizations. It is World Cancer Day. Uh, and what are, are Lucha's plans for, for today? So, um, you know, as I said in my previous, uh, I'm sorry, uh, you know, we're trying to come together with all the patient organizations. So we are joining the UICC initiative for the World Cancer Day, the I am and I will uh, initiative. And um, from our perspective as Luce, uh, we would also like to raise the voice for the particular needs of people living with lung cancer. Some of them are common with other types of cancer, but um, our efforts will try to focus in the ongoing work that we have done in the past uh, few years in terms of raising awareness on, on the importance of access to clinical trials, uh, the, the issue around the systematic implementation of lung cancer screening, uh, and early diagnosis. Also, we would like to raise the issue of the disparities and issues uh, in access to treatment and testing. And of course, something which is common to uh, to all cancer patients, which is the psychological and social impact of the disease. So all of our messaging are going to go around these, uh, these topics uh, today. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's great that we have 4 February to celebrate the World Cancer Day. But I think that the most important thing that we should do from patient organization is that this work is not only a one-day job, it's a continuous work until we reach our final end, which is uh, probably a stop existing because cancer is no longer there. But in the meantime, we, we still need to use this kind of days to raise awareness on these topics. Yeah, it's definitely an important message and, and a great and a great objective as well. And just beyond February, what are what are Lucha's plans for the rest of 2021? So to this year is going to be a busy year for us. Uh, we're currently fully immersed in, in starting developing our action plan for this year, which basically leans on, on three pillars uh, that we commit to, which are education, awareness, and advocacy. Uh, and of course, we have tried to adapt our projects, our initiatives, our actions to the current pandemic situation. So that means that there are going to be a lot of uh, online stuff going on uh, until we can safely meet face to face. But um, let's say that the, the most our highlights for this year on one side we are working on, on providing a full educational and capacity building program consisting on a series of webinars dialogue with experts and materials on various disease and non-disease specific topics to increase the capacity uh, and the skills of our individual members which uh, i think it's good um, also, um, as a pioneering initiative, we are working in our annual report, and this year is going to be based on a very unexplored topic, which is uh, the fact of living with chronic lung cancer, which is a good news because lung cancer for many years has been like a, still a hard disease, but right now uh, that it's a fact that thanks to the introduction of new innovative therapies and a better knowledge of the biology of the disease, more lung cancer patients are now living longer, and, and this raises a lot of matters related with quality of life, psychological and social aspects, and, and we would really like to gather some evidence to serve as a basis for the lung cancer community to keep on working on improving outcomes uh, for the future. And last but not least, uh, we are going to develop um, a campaign called Get Checked, uh, which is aiming to provide a full analysis of, uh, of symptom detection to improve the diagnosis time for lung cancer patients, uh, because at the moment, even though there are better drugs, we have better diagnostic methods, the, the vast majority of patients is still being diagnosed in a later stage, which really leads to, to poorer outcomes. 
So in an absolute, this is what we have planned for 2021, uh, apart from our uh, usual day-to-day -day job, which is like supporting our members and, uh, and trying to raise awareness on, on lung cancer issues. That's wonderful. And for listeners who want to get involved or engage with you, how can they get in contact? So, I mean, there are various ways uh, they can get in touch with us through uh, our contact section in our website, which is www.lungcancereurope.eu. And also follow our day-to-day -day in our social media channels, mainly Facebook and, and Twitter. And we will be happy to, to answer them. We, we have very fast response time. So if anyone would like to contact us. And also I would encourage uh, anyone looking for a national or local uh, group to visit our member section in the website so they can find their local organization to, to be in touch with. Perfect, perfect. That's that's wonderful. Thanks so much for that. And thank you for joining us today on giving your the patient perspective on the on Europe's beating cancer plan and for also discussing what your organization's initiatives are for World Cancer Day. Thanks so much, Alfonso. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Stante. All right, have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Well, thank you again to Alfonso of Lung Cancer Europe for joining us today on World Cancer Day to discuss the launch of Europe's Beating Cancer Plan and their organization's plans for the year. You can find out more about their efforts at lungcancereurope.eu. And just to recap, Europe's Beating Cancer Plan aims to reduce the cancer burden for patients, their families, and health systems. It also seeks to address cancer-related inequalities between and within member states with actions to support, coordinate, and complement efforts. Now, whether it does really meet patients' needs and expectations remains to be seen. We patient organizations need to work together in the next steps towards the realization of this plan. And for more information about EPF's thoughts, you can check out our response to the plan on our website or social media. That's it for today's episode of the European Patients Podcast, your source for all things related to patient advocacy in Europe. We are the European Patients Forum, the leading voice of patient organizations in Europe, with 75 members across the continent. You can stay up to date on all EPF news by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, or by visiting our website, www.eu-patient.eu. We'd also like to remind you to save the date for our EPF Congress 2021, virtually taking place on 26th to the 29th of October, with a physical follow-up event in Brussels in spring 2022. We'll see you next time on the pod. Stay safe.